What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. We got a lot to talk about right now, so let's get right into it. Tonight, we got one of the biggest games of the year. This is game six of the NBA Finals between the Suns and the Bucks in Milwaukee. Bucks are up three to two. They could close out the series tonight in front of their home fans on their home court. Their fans would go absolutely insane if they are able to get this first championship since the 1970s and bring the Larry O'Brien Trophy back to Milwaukee. Giannis and Chris Middleton have a big task ahead of them tonight, but I think that they're going to be able to get it done because they have the lead in the series right now and the home team has had the most Luck in this series. They obviously got a win on the road in Phoenix that gave them the lead in this series. But the Suns might not be able to solve the equation of Giannis and Chris Middleton with Drew Holiday. If they're all clicking on all cylinders tonight and they're shooting threes and they're rebounding the ball and making the most of their opportunities. I don't think that the Bucs are going to lose tonight. So the Suns are really going to have to bring their A game. Chris Paul, it really sucks that he might not win a championship when he got to this opportunity and he hasn't had the best of luck. He's bounced around the league and this is the first opportunity he's ever had in the NBA Finals, so I really wanted to see Chris Paul get this championship. But it might not happen this year. I'm not saying that they can't win another year, but we're only going to have to see how this game goes tonight. Can the Suns force a Game 7 in Milwaukee, or will this series be coming to an end? And the Bucks will be the new champions of the NBA, a very unlikely champion. A lot of people thought the Nets were going to be here, including myself. And obviously the Lakers, the defending champions, but that didn't really end up the way that they expected. So, this game is not to be missed. Jay Crowder needs to show up for the Suns tonight. They need everyone to contribute. My my overall opinion of this game is the Suns really need to be affected from shooting threes. And they need to rebound every defensive rebound. One of the things that I saw in the last game was, like, they just, like, let a lot of chances go. So, like, they need to really secure those rebounds and try to keep the possession alive. So, they can't let the Bucks get ahead of them in this game. And Bucks are obviously going to look to try to use the energy within the arena tonight and try to get an early lead. So 9 o'clock tonight, the biggest game of the year. The Suns are trying to force game seven, but I don't think that's going to be possible. So we got to tune in to find out.
So the Olympics are in question right now. There have been so many cases of COVID. Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls. He was the latest person to get COVID. And then now he has to travel by himself if he's able to to Tokyo, but like I saw that there's there's a chance that the Olympics might not even happen this year. And that's crazy to think that Kofi could wipe it out for the second straight year. Like that's not good. And it seems like these issues aren't going away anytime soon. The Delta whatever you want to call it, like I try to <laughs> I try to stay as calm as possible after having to deal with this for so long, but, you know, like, people are just trying to get on with their lives, including myself, so. If the Olympics got canceled, that would suck. So the news around the NFL today is that Aaron Rodgers declined the contract extension. That was for two years. That would keep him there for five more years. It would just, like, add on to his existing contract. But, like, he doesn't really want to stay a Packers. So we're going to have to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers this week. And he would have became one of the top quarterbacks Actually, the top quarterback in the NFL if he took this deal. But he was really unhappy with the Packers, and they just don't, like, listen to him with the direction of the team, and they don't really give him any input to who he could have to help him out on the offensive side, and they don't really draft him any offensive weapons ever. So, like, they're kind of, like, driving him away. So it makes sense that, like, he's not going to, stay as a Packer most likely like who knows if he's going to play out this year Stephen A. Smith thinks that he should just like play out the existing contract and then go from there but It could mean that he leaves the Packers and then he goes and tries to be like Peyton Manning and win a Super Bowl with a different team. Maybe even the Broncos, which would exactly be like Peyton Manning. That's kind of funny, actually. So, yeah, that was one of the biggest stories that's been floating around what Aaron Rodgers is going to do in the offseason if he's going to report to training camp or if he's even going to play this year because like he could literally just like sit out this year and then become a free agent. So we got to wait and see what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. To switch it up this weekend, we got a great fight night. You've heard me talk about it for weeks at this point, but it's UFC fight night, Corey Sanhagen against the returning TJ Dillashaw. A great main event in the Bantamweight division. These guys used to train together back in the day, so they know each other really well. 
And this is going to be a really high-intensity fight. TJ Dillashaw obviously coming off two years suspension for EPO use that he got suspended for by USADA and has been able to fight since. And this fight got pushed back. It was supposed to be in June, but Dillashaw got a cut over his eye, so... He might be susceptible to getting another cut if Corey Sanhagen starts to land a couple shots on him in this fight. But Sanhagen coming off the win over the legend Frankie Edgar with a flying knee knockout. So this is going to be a very entertaining fight. Been looking forward to this one for months. So... Yeah, this is going to be a great fight card. We also got Kyler Phillips against Paeva, Darren Elkins against Derek Minner, Miranda Maverick against Macy Barber, Mickey Gall against Jordan Williams, Brendan Allen returns to the octagon against Soriano, Ian Heinish against Imavov. One of the biggest fights on the card, Adrian Yanez against Randy Costa, Sajara Eubanks against Elise Reed, Julio Arce against Andre Eul. And that's pretty much it for the UFC fight card for Corey Sanhagen against TJ Dillashaw. I'm really looking forward to that one. Should be a good one. To switch it up, yesterday Kith released the collection for Nelson Mandela Day. Nelson Mandela was a great leader that obviously fought for people's freedom in South Africa during apartheid, and he was the first president of South Africa. So I copped the shirt. It actually has a Kith box logo on it. It's like a vintage feel to it. It has a picture of Nelson Mandela. says the first president of South Africa on it. It has the South African flag. They released a few different t-shirts with motivational quotes of Mandela and artwork from his foundation. So it's really cool when Kith does these collections to celebrate past leaders. So that's pretty much that. Last night, the Mets fought in a crazy game. It was really back and forth the entire night. They were down 6 nothing, and then they went up 7-6. And the game would go into extra innings, and Kevin Pillar would really put them ahead with a three-run homer really late, and they would win 15-11, to 11, so the Mets are really going to have to figure it out. Lindor's out with an injury for, like, probably a month or so, so. And DeGrom is out with an injury also, so the Mets are really going to have to figure it out right now. But they've been winning, and they need to keep that lead in the NL East. And this has been a quick episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out, guys.